I'm speaking on the subject the rise of the supernatural church. It's a it's an apostolic message. The rise of the supernatural church. Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. The church of Jesus Christ. Which he said he is building. In Matthew 16:18. Is not an ordinary church. It is a supernatural church. But before we delve more into that, first of all, let's understand what the church is. What is a church? Because we are talking about the supernatural church. For many Christians, church means a building. For many Christians, many Christians think church means a building where people meet. But I came to let you know that the church is not a building. The church is not a place where people gather on Sunday morning. <laughs> not at all. That's not the church. And the church is not a name. Like we talk about the church of this. That, now, the church is not necessarily a name. So, Christians ought to understand what the church is. So what is the church? The church is a group of people whose sins have been forgiven and who are going to heaven. The church is a company of people whose sins have been forgiven and who are going to heaven whose eyes have been opened by God to recognize the person and work of his son Jesus Christ. A company of people whose sins have been forgiven and who are going to heaven and whose eyes have been opened by the Lord God of heaven to recognize the person and work of Jesus. So several things about the church must be emphasized tonight. We see from the definition of church that I've given you that the church is a company of people. A church is a group of people. That means no single individual is a church. Please understand this. 
No single person can be a church. Because the church has never been a single person. One person can never make a church. The meaning is if you choose to leave the church it doesn't mean the church has collapsed because you as an individual you are not a church. Is it making sense? Because there are some people who say I'm not going to church today. We will see who is going to play the keyboard. Listen. The church can never be stranded because simply because a single individual is not available. Is it making sense? So for example, I know that there are some members of this church who are not here tonight. But can't you see that we are still having a service? We are still having a service. We are enjoying ourselves. And we can't feel their absence. We can't feel their absence. So they will be wasting their time to say that because they are not here tonight, service will not hold. No, the service is happening. And God is here. And God will be healing someone tonight. I said, God will be healing someone tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell your neighbor, my friend, Amen. you on your own are not a church. Not a church. The church is a group of people. That means in the church. That means, come on, in the church, we need to be united. We are better together. We are better when we are a group. Is it making sense? We are better when we are a team, a group, not just ourselves. There are some people in the church who want to do things alone. They want to clean the church alone. Decoration alone. He wants to carry speakers alone. No. No. We need everyone. We need everyone. If the church is a group of people, then everyone in the church is important. Tell your neighbor you are very, very important. Yes. Don't distance yourself from the church. 
Don't distance yourself from the church. Don't isolate yourself. Don't feel alone in the church. No. Hallelujah. You know some people they feel alone and lonely. No. It's a group. It's a group. It's a group of people. A group of people. Yes. Sanctified by Jesus. On his way to heaven. Somebody shout hallelujah. So the church is bigger than each member individually. The church belongs to God. Not to an individual. Matthew 16 verse 18 says. Jesus speaking. He says. Upon this rock. I will build my church. I will build my church. The church belongs to Jesus. It's not for individuals. The church is not for a person. So it is wrong to say. I go to pastor Esau Banda's church. That is what you tell people when they ask you which church you go to. I go to Pastor Esau Banda's church. And sometimes some of you will answer correctly that I go to PICC. But the fellow asking you will be saying and then you will be saying and then you will be saying it is wrong because the church has only one owner. His name is. Come on, I said, who is the owner of the church? Who is the owner of PICC? Now, sit down. When you know that the owner of the church is Jesus, it will help you a lot in many ways. It will help you a lot in many ways. Number one, you not do things to be seen by people. You not do things to be seen by the one you think is the owner of the church. One of the things I don't like is pretense. I don't like people around me pretending. 
that they love me. And yet they don't love the brother who is also serving me. You, you, you understand what I mean? There are two people that are serving me. They both show a lot of a lot of, I don't know whether I should call it loyalty, seeming loyalty. As if they love pastor. But they too are not talking. No. No. The church does not belong to a pastor or the founder, the one that God used to establish it. The church is of Jesus. And we must all do things to please Jesus. I said we must all do things to please Jesus. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Tell your neighbor it is time to please the owner of the church. And if you know that the honor of the church is Jesus, you will not misbehave in the church. You will be careful about your conduct. You will be careful how you do the work of God. You will be careful what you say about the church. You know, there are some people who comment carelessly about the church. Careless comments about the church. And yet they still come to the same church. They will get the pastor. Because they think that the church belongs to the pastor. So they want to fight against the pastor. Not knowing that the pastor is only a servant. He is only a representative of Jesus. That is why when you read your Bible. When Paul who was then called Saul. Began to persecute the church. And the church was helpless because of his persecution. The one who reacted and confronted Saul on his way to Damascus was not Peter, but Jesus. The man saw bright light in Acts chapter 9. Verses 1 to 17. And he fell. The light of Jesus pushed him down to show him that my friend you are joking. If you say you are a powerful man why are you down on the ground? Wake up. And he said, who are you, Lord? He said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Anyone who is misbehaving in the church, 
He is misbehaving against Jesus. Not against the pastor. No. Not against the pastor. Hallelujah. And Jesus said to to Saul. He said, my friend. It is hard for you to kick against the gods. Yes. I like that. Whatever you want to call it. It is hard. For you to kick against the gods. You have begun a fight that you cannot win. Anyone rising against the church has embarked on a journey he will not finish. Because the church does not belong to human beings. The church belongs to Jesus. Tell your neighbor the church belongs to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So there is no human being on earth that qualifies to call a gathering of believers my church. It is only Jesus who qualifies to call the church my church because it belongs to him. I said the church belongs to Jesus. Jesus is the foundation of the church. Say that with me. Jesus is the foundation of the church. That is without Jesus Christ. There is no church. Without Jesus, there is no choice. Now, in Revelation 19, verse number 13, Revelation 19, verse number 13, this Jesus is called the Word of God. In John 1 and verse number 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. When you read verse 14. The Bible says. That this word. That was there in the beginning. Became flesh. And he dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Yes. He's talking about Jesus. Who came to dwell among us. Now if we are saying. That Jesus. Is the foundation of the church. Then what that means is. What that means is. That the church is founded on the word of God. Is it making sense here? The church is founded. That is, the church has its foundation in the word of God. Every time the church departs. 
heart from God's word. It means it is no longer the church of Jesus. Is it making sense here? Jesus is the foundation of the church. And Jesus is the word that became flesh and dwelt in our midst. Then we are saying that the church is founded on scriptures. That is why this church emphasizes on the word of God. Is it making sense here? And every one of us must value the word of God. Pattern your life upon the word. Do everything that the word of God says. Never do anything outside the word. Everyone must value the word of God. We must constantly expose ourselves to the word of God. And apply it. Apply the word. We are not just talking about knowing what the word says. What we have known about the word must be acted upon. James 1 and verse 22. James 1 verse 22. Be doers of the word. John 2 and verse number 5. John 2 5. Whatever he says to you, do it. Whatever he says to you, do it. Whatever Jesus says, act on it. That is what it means for us as a church to be founded on the word of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Very quickly here. What are the functions of the church? What is the church there to do? Because children of God, if we don't understand the purpose of the church, the purpose of why we gather together, why we have this group of people around the world called Christians or believers, we will live below God's expectation and below God's standards. And so we need to understand the major functions of the church. So listen to this. The church has got three main functions. Number one, to minister to the Lord. And ministry to the Lord is about worshipping God. Yes. Worshipping the Lord. Communing with Him. The Bible talks about being with Jesus. Mark chapter 3 verses 13 to 15. Mark chapter 3. The Bible says that he went up on the mountain and called to him those who himself wanted. 
and they came to him. And in verse number 14, verse number 14 the Bible says he appointed 12 among them. These are the 12 disciples of Jesus who became apostles of Jesus. And listen, the primary reason the primary reason why he appointed them was that they might be with him. We know that God is always with us. But that's not what we are talking about. But we are talking about the twelve being with Jesus. Not Jesus being with the twelve. But the twelve being with Jesus. Is talking about fellowship. Is talking about communion. Hallelujah. Amen. Making friendship with Jesus. Loving Jesus. Lavishing him with our praises, admiration, and celebration. So every time we gather together, we become church. And therefore a platform for the worship of God. That is why our services are called services of worship. Everything we do when we gather together for what we are calling service is worship. Our giving is worship. Our attendance is worship. So worship is not section where we begin to sing songs in slow motion. Songs in slow motion. Slow motion. Because for us, a song that says, Hallelujah, 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 that's not worship. For us, worship is Hallelujah. <laughs> Your very life must be a worship of God. The way you dress, the way you carry yourself, the way you use your mouth, what you think, the way you handle money, the way you relate with your wife and your, your husband, the way you raise your children, everything must hallow the name of the Lord. Is it making sense? Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. The question you must answer is Is your life and character a worship of God? Is your attitude 
attitude and worship of God. Yes. How you carry yourself. Is it a worship unto God? The way you dress. Some of you. The only time you dress properly. As a woman. Is when you come to church. When we meet you in the shops. Is it the same sister? But you see, we must respect God everywhere. Hallelujah. God must be worshipped among the believers. Individually, in our homes, and when we gather together like this for fellowship. How must we worship God? I want to emphasize two things. Number one, worship him in the beauty of holiness. We must worship him in the beauty of his holiness. Psalm 96 verse 9. Psalm 96 verse 9. We must worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. As a church, we must be holy. Oh yeah, we must be holy. Is it making sense? As a church, we must say no to sin and bad habits. We must say no to sin. We must reject sin. We must deny bad habits. Jesus is coming for a holy child. And those who are going to worship him must worship him in the beauty of holiness. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 5 to 27 Apostle Paul is teaching. He says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. That he might sanctify and cleanse her with washing of water by the word. Let's go to verse 27. Now, hear this. Quickly, please. He says, Jesus is looking forward to a time and a day when he shall present the church to himself. Yes. And this church is going to be of a certain quality. Number one, a glorious church. May this church, Area 25 PICC Mega Church, be a glorious church. And by that, I don't mean the structures. I mean a group of believers that gather here. May you be a glorious Christian. That means beginning 
tonight you shall not smell shame again I said you shall not smell shame again I said you shall not smell shame again in the name of Jesus you believe that please can I hear a louder shout remember sit down for me to be here with you it's a very big sacrifice I will not go into detail it's a big big sacrifice and that is how I know that new doors are opening unto you in the name of Jesus I said in the name of Jesus you may be seated I need a verse please says a glorious church number two it is a church having no spot or wrinkle it is a spotless child may you be a spotless Christian the meaning is every bad habit that has been tormenting your life you've been trying to get out of it but it comes back I destroy it in the name of Jesus I destroy it in the name of Jesus I destroy that yoke in the name of Jesus and then it says it is a holy church without blemish so how ought we to worship God how ought we to worship God how should we worship God (laughs) number one in the beauty of holiness number two in spirit and truth in spirit and in truth God must be worshipped in spirit and must be worshipped in truth John 4.24 John 4.24 that means every one of us must be committed to spirituality to spirituality spirituality be a spiritually hot person don't be a person who is only looking for these material blessings of course if you are spiritual you cannot run away from material abundance it's true Matthew 6 and verse 33 those who seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness they have all these things are dead unto them yes yes don't be a Christian who is just seeking for material blessings 
husband, wife, scholarship, children, money, cars, houses. No. First of all, be someone who is spiritual. Be spiritual. Be in the word of God. Be in prayer. Yes, in fasting. Be holy. Be sensitive to the voice of the Spirit. Be sensitive to the guidance of the Spirit. Be obedient to God's instructions. That is spirituality. Be someone who has sin. Be someone who has sin. Someone who says not to sin. If you are a married person, you are faithful to your wife, you are faithful to your husband, it doesn't matter where you are. That's spirituality. You say like Joseph said, I cannot sin because I fear God. I fear God. Many Christians do not fear God. That is why we say things we are not supposed to say. About the church. About our pastors. About our leaders. We say things we say. Because we don't fear God. And yet, when we meet the same person, we were castigating castigating behind. The spirit of pretense. The spirit of pretense. Don't be a pretender. It will not help you. Can I say this to you? If you are not living a holy life, the pastor may not know. But God knows. God knows. There is God in heaven. Hebrews chapter 4. Verse number 13. There is God in heaven. <laughs> the Bible says, No creature is hidden from his sight. The Bible says, All things are naked and open to his eyes. Night, or call it darkness, does not affect the eyes of God. He still looks. His eyes will pierce through the darkness. Will pierce through the walls of your house. To see what you are doing. That is why in the book of Revelation. Jesus kept saying to the churches. He said, I know your works. 
You don't need to tell Jesus your works. He knows them. That is why every child of God must commit to truthfulness. Truthfulness. Be a truthful person. Are you getting the message here? Be a truthful believer. There are some believers that are not truthful. But be a truthful Christian. What we see of you is what it should be. But there are some Christians. What you see of them in public is not what they are. They have dual face. They have a public face and then a private face. He looks for where he he placed, he left the church face. Ama yanga kuli ngope ija chaiche na isi apart. Kuivala no sopan. Ayayayaya. Agama emika gari moto apo. Suguri ndi ulimba nande antama gari moto. Tia udai. Hallelujah. Divine expansion. Even the way he's walking in the church. Very angelic. Yes. But the moment church ends and he goes back home, actually it begins in the car. He would take the church face and put it in the back seat of his car or even in the boot of his car. Then he wears another face. Yes, yes, yes. Then he will pick his phone and he will call a concubine. Hello? Hello? God, madam, my foot on undangat. Yeah. You know. Tell your neighbor, be honest, be honest, be honest. I was in Azano Kanonam Tima. Kanonam Tima. Hallelujah. Amen. Never worship God in the flesh. But in spirit and in truth. I don't have time. So I will stop here tonight. But I want you to know that we are not just what we are. We are the church of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the church of God is a place of power. It's a place of what? Power. The Bible says in Acts chapter 4 verse number 31 now hear this 
The Bible says when they had prayed the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Power landed. And that is why the place shook. By the power of this conference every evil in your life is shaking out in the name of Jesus. I said it is shaking out in the name of Jesus. Every evil, every curse, oh my God, every evil, every curse, every bondage that was hanging on your life, we break it off in the name of Jesus. We break it off in the name of Jesus. We break it off in the name of Jesus. We break it off in the name of Jesus. We break it off in the name of Jesus. You believe it? Can I hear a louder shout of amen here? I said, Can I hear a louder shout of amen? In Acts 16, verse 25. At midnight, Paul and Silas began to pray. Yes. And the Bible says, in verse number 26, that suddenly, oh my God, there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prisons were shaken. I'm saying to you that the church of God is a church of power. It is not a weak church. The church is not a weak movement. It is not a weak institution. No. It is a powerful entity. And you carry that power. And when we meet together like this, you must know every time we meet together like this, you must know that power has gathered. Is it making sense? Our gathering is a gathering of power. And by this power, I trample over scorpions and serpents. Every scorpion that was stealing your blessings. You know, we've held stories. Yes, we have held stories of people who get rich by magic. Stories like they will have a room where they keep a big snake that vomits money. Question. If this is real money, where is the snake getting money from? Because a snake cannot manufacture money. It means this snake magically goes to people's homes. Businesses. To steal this money. And vomit to the money to, for this guy to use. That is why I am saying. Every serpent. That has been stealing your blessings. 
your testimonies your breakthroughs is destroyed in the name of Jesus we trample over that serpent right now we curse that serpent right now we curse that serpent right now in the name of Jesus now listen to this these serpents I mean listen listen Jesus cannot just talk about scorpions when they don't exist and he's not talking about physical serpents there is no way a natural snake can come to your house and steal your money no so Jesus is not talking about natural snakes he's talking about magical snakes magical powers that are flying around to confuse marriages to usurp opportunities an opening is there for you but from nowhere the door will be closed someone is doing it there is no way your husband can just wake up in the morning and say I don't need you this is the end of this marriage and you discover that the man is serious even his face is changing his eyes are rolling like the eyes of a cobra what happened snakes snakes rise on your feet snakes they are what we call snakes scorpions when they bite you they release poison I don't know whether you've come across people who can wait and that word will make you so bitter what has happened those are scorpions you some of you you have not been able to get what you need because of scorpions but tonight we are killing them I said we are killing I said we are killing scorpions we are we are killing serpents we are dismantling powers of the evil one in the name of Jesus I said in the name of Jesus and what a day to kill snakes the 30th of November that means the whole month of December you shall live a snake free life in the name of Jesus because snakes are being killed tonight tonight 
tonight you are going home without that snake you are going home without that serpent in the name of Jesus every business that went down is resurrected I said it is resurrected I said it is resurrected I said it is resurrected in the name of Jesus it's true it's true it's true you can't just wake up in the morning and just feel like giving up that is a serpent trying to poison your mind but every serpentine poison against your life we neutralize it in the name of Jesus 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 people can I hear loud a shout of amen I said a loud a shout of amen I want you to put your right hand on your forehead and you are going to pray please follow me you say father tonight I exercise my authority in Jesus Christ to destroy every serpent every scorpion Lift your voice and pray. I exercise my God-given authority tonight. I exercise my God-given authority to trample over scorpions, to trample over serpents, to trample over every power of the enemy against my life, against this church, against my family, against my destiny, in the mighty name of Jesus.
You see, when you are praying, you must show that you are really into it. You are really into it. We are about to finish. As I said, I will be brief. And I'm being very brief. Yes. Have I not been brief? It's very brief. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. None of you is finishing this year empty handed. None. 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 What has not happened to this day? Expect it from this day. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. You know. In Luke 24. The Bible says when Jesus joined those two gentlemen. Who were on their way to Amos. When he joined them. So as he was walking. Those guys had arrived at their house. The Bible says it was as if Jesus was going to pass. This guy. 
It was as if Jesus is passing. Huh? It was as if he was not going to stop. But he stopped. And he ate with them. So some of you, your life is like, uh -uh. they are calling it a year of divine expansion. But it's now November. Ah, what's going on? No. I will tell you what is going on. Something in your favor is going on. I said it is going on. I said it is going on. Before this year expires, you will have a big testimony. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Somebody shout, I believe, I believe, I believe. I believe, I believe, I believe. You see, God can do anything. Anytime. And anywhere for anyone. And that anyone is you. I said that someone is you. I said that somebody is you. In the name of Jesus. So please, on this third anniversary of this church, I want you to think of three major testimonies that you want God to do for you before the end of this year. We are not playing jokes. Three major testimonies. I'm not talking about things you can do. I'm not talking about uh, socks. I'm talking about things only God can do. Three major ones. And bring those three issues tomorrow night to the communion service. I want us to trust this God. God does not is not an exploiter. No, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Is it making sense? Before we sit down, if you are here, you are not born again. Or you are already born again. God has talked about holiness. And you are saying, Pastor, on this first day of this conference, I want Jesus to correct some things in my heart. I don't want to remain like this. No. God must forgive me. God must sanctify me. I just want that of holiness 
upon my life even tonight that I want that 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 touch of holiness I want that touch of holiness in my life I don't want this bad habit I want Jesus to sort this thing out for me if that is you you want to be born again you want a correction of your spiritual life you want to overcome a bad habit I, I will not ask you to lift your hand I want you to come forward just walk to the front we don't have time please come let, because I don't want anyone I don't want anyone to miss the blessings of God because of sin I want us to be truthful I want you to hear me I want us to be truthful Anybody else? Please come. If you have to come, please come. Yes. If you have to come, please come. If you are not living well, I told you that God knows. So don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself. Yes. Lift your hands, please. And if you are watching us online, you are part of this. You are saying, I need to receive Jesus or I need spiritual restoration. I want you to also join us as we pray. We will pray first of all in English. After that, we will pray in Chichewa. If you cannot follow me in English, just wait. Because we will be praying again in Chichewa. Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. And have mercy upon my life. And have mercy upon my life. I now receive Jesus. I now receive Jesus. As my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and personal Savior. And I shall walk with Him. And I shall walk with Him. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. I renounce. I renounce. Every sin. Every sin. And every compromise. And every compromise. Today. Today. I receive, I receive spiritual restoration. Spiritual restoration in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And from now on, and from now on, I shall walk with Jesus. I shall walk with Jesus all the way. All the way in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Aliasanene atate. Atate. Mutina la Yesu. Mutina la Yesu. Ndekufomeleza. Ndekufomeleza. Kutindi na ochima. Kutindi na ochima. Ndekufomeleza. 
Kutimundi kururukile. Kutimundi kururukile. Machimu anga wonsi. Machimu anga wonsi. Mundi sambi ite. Mundi sambi ite. Mundi yerete. Mundi yerese. Dimas wa yesu. Dimas wa yesu. Lelo. Lelo. Ndekulandi la kristu yesu. Ndekulandi la kristu yesu. Ngatimbuye ndimpule mutu. Ngatimbuye ndimpule mutu. Wamo ya wanga. Wamo ya wanga. Ndibondi zaenda nae. Ndibondi zaenda nae. Masiku onse. Masiku onse. Amo ya wanga. Amo ya wanga. Permanent Gulandira, Permanent Gulandira, Kubasele Tedwa, Kubasele Tedwa, Kwamo Yawang Wausi, Kwamo Yawang Wausi, Devokuyan Piradero, Devokuyan Piradero, Sidi Zakalanso, Sidi Zakalanso, Chimozi Moziai, Chimozi Moziai, Motina La Yes, Motina La Yes, Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your children. Receive them to yourself. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Please, all of you, follow our sister here. Please, all of you, just for a brief moment. Now, if you are sick, just put your right hand on your forehead. Yeah. Father, everyone who is sick in their body, right now, I declare them healed in the name of Jesus. That yoke of affliction, out in the name of Jesus. Sickness and disease. I curse you in the name of Jesus. Get out right now. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Because it is done. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.